Prince. What's, What's up? up? Welcome back I to live. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome back, Lyrium, to the Dice Bar Gaming Podcast. He was going to be gone forever. Now we don't have to fight over who's going to be captain, who's getting the gun. <laughs> Technically, it was all mine, but still, it's not the point. <laughs> uh, well, Technically, everybody back, just does not know that they belong to me. Imperium Black Tree that would have shown up. <laughs> 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 Imperium Black Tree. <laughs> My twin brother. What's that, uh, Beer Fest? Just act like I'm just a totally same guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a clone. That was so great. <laughs> that is the best, like, twin brother thing ever. <laughs> I think he starts sweep, sleeping with his wife and yep. <laughs> Well, welcome back. To recap, last episode we had Lyrium come back. Thank the goodness. We're all happy about that. Not to cheapen death around here. It was actually would have been very expensive for a failed try, that's for sure. I guess your money's worth it if you make it, but if you don't, I would suck. So, you guys have a glimpse of what death may look like in the future. I've always seen it firsthand. Yeah. A gnarly looking head with a tongue sticking out. Yeah. (laughs) After that, we had some discussion on how to proceed forward, what to do next, uh, your boat being repaired, uh, a lot of admin, which is always fun, but has to be done right now. But towards the end of the episode, you were speaking with Abner. Uh, you had asked him to look into a few things, the finger bones and uh, an interest of getting free passage throughout the, the, the singing sound. He came back to you with information on both. One, uh, the queen of Avernim, Salura Castile, has gone missing, which has really amped up the fighting south of here, which you guys weren't even aware there was a aware that there was a landmass south of here. But according to Abner, there are a series of islands owned by the captain, the River Styx, that very scary ship that passed by you guys, the spirits in the water being sucked toward it, the ominous storm cloud that passed you guys. Yeah, the ship that made us stay under. (laughs) And he also mentions the finger, or the last remains. He didn't say the finger bone. He just said, but as you guys have understood it, the Reaching Kingdom founders only had one piece of their body remaining when they died or destroying a primal of the land. And that was their finger bone, what they used to touch the beast to kill it. So Ellenber, his remains are supposedly on these islands. And you're... Yuri, as you're hearing this information, because we're going to pick it up from the same meeting you're speaking with, it all starts making sense of why the finger bone kept on going tink, 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 mm-hmm. south of your location. Because south, and for anybody in normal, you know, geographically speaking, and those who are not a f- uh, familiar with the area, is just ocean out for a long time anyway. There's not much out there to the south. Does anybody have anything before we kick this off? Um... Uh, well, just as a reminder, I need some major healing. Uh, you're, we've you're fully had... healed. It's been weeks. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. weeks. Been for ability drain. Oh, that we need to deal with. <laughs> you don't <laughs> have a, a lesser drain. Like, is it a permanent thing? Yeah, lesser restoration can't fix ability. It's ability damage. It's not a drain. Okay. It's a damage. Um, I will move this along quickly, so we not to spend too much game time on this. I forgot that you had lost with six strength, right? 
That same cleric that helped bring. Wait, wait, wait! Before that can happen, I killed. I killed. Okay, he died. <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, that's an expensive restoration again. <laughs> uh, so before, don't, don't worry. I make it look like you just ran off. <laughs> he's in that same bush that all the rest of his victims yeah, are. You're just in another bush. Um, <laughs> Robert, <laughs> Rob, bug food. So at the same time that you, the same day the lyrium was taken care of, the priestess mentioned you don't look so good. You're like, yeah, something happened to me. Got taken care of. She looks at you. You have been cursed. So a simple remove curse will take care of that. I think you have removed and curse at your level. I have removed disease. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could probably learn it. It's a third gotta, level spell, yeah, I believe. I can learn it. I just got to rest. So you take care of that yourself in a few days. So you are not experiencing that currently at this moment. You have dealt with yes. it. Bring you presently back into this meeting room of speaking with everyone. Large table. Abner doesn't look like he's... Slept in days, uh, he but he carries his stress. I mean, he just found out his daughter tried to to murder him, to murder him, and all this super stuff. Murder. Well, it's a few weeks now, <laughs> but uh, more than super murder. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, the ship is the repairs are well underway. Lyrium's been back for a week. That's why he said, "Hey, you're looking great, better every day." Uh, and he comes to you guys with this information. You're meeting in his office, which is you know a lavish beautiful space come to respect the money he has in power and he's showing you a diagram with the finger bone on it a picture of it if you will speaking of a no no remains other than the tip of lord ellenberg's finger (laughs) just the tip just the tip (laughs) just the tip the remains of lord ellenberg are Supposedly on this island, along with some great treasures. The island was used long ago for Elambre's royalty. It was given to the River Styx as a way to appease their constant sinking of Elambre's ships. I should tell you of the River Styx and Elambre and currently what is happening please do because we've already seen that ship once and that was frightening enough captain thrice is who runs and dominates the islands you seek as well as the captain of the river sticks we make a knowledge local on that or uh yeah Maybe after my... If there's something to add after his little spiel here, then okay. we won't worry about it. To start at the beginning of all this, we have to start at the beginning of... Do you Are you familiar with the war that is being fought right now between Ellen Bray and it Was it ongoing when I left or no? It was. Okay. I do what not know of this war. captain's name one more time? Thrice. Captain Thrice. Thrice. Avenim and Ellenberry have been fighting for well near 20 years. It started when Justin Sunstreiter, brother of the king of Ellenberry, married a second time. And he married the sister of the king of Avenim, 
Lady Ca Ashlyn Castile. They were married quite some time, and she failed to produce a single heir. I don't know how familiar you are with royal customs, but this is a divorceable offense. However, nobody just divorces the sister of a king. But Justin Sunstrider did so anyway. His second wife, his first, had died during childbirth, so Justin himself, to this point, has no heirs. In humiliation and grief, Ashlyn Castile threw herself, herself from the walls of Justin's hold. The same month, Justin takes up a mistress who already is swollen in the belly with his progeny. So, needless to say, Avernim and Elambray were soon at war. Fast, five, fast forward five years of harsh combat on land and sea. War was going poorly for everyone on every account. Food stores were drained, droughts, men died. The only bright spot in the war for anyone, if you want to call it that, was the sea campaign of Elambre, led by a young low-born noble named John Pulliver. Their family crest is that of the Morning Fox. So he was given the nickname the Sea Fox. It seemed the war would be turning from the sea. Desperate for a win, or in desperation in general, they had to know this wouldn't end well for either side. Maybe that was their point all along. Let a full naval offensive against Summer's Court, which is the capital city of Elambre. It was a successful attack for... John Pulliver was away, though he got word and was quickly returning. But in those days, the war turned very poorly. Most ships were sank in the city under siege. In a desperate attempt to get the families of all the high nobles out, Elambray led a very successful counter at the lead John Pulliver had returned. <sighs> This is where the story takes a turn, on what, what you believe or not. On one hand, you have John Pulliver's counter-offensive going well until the king of Elambre died in this counter. Died trying to save his family and the rest of the Sunstrider family. And when the king fell... Pulliver turned, cursing him. And Pulliver killed and sank the ship containing most of the royal family. At the end of the day, the only remaining Sunstrider and new king of Elambre, as you know now and today, is Justin Sunstrider, the one who started this all years ago. Pulliver, they say, was cursed and still haunts the seas to this day, making a deals with devils and other things of the occult. Can you guess at what they call him now? 
Thrice. Captain Thrice, correct. E, captains. The river sticks. Is river sticks the burned sea fox? I'm sorry. Is the river sticks the burned sea fox? The sea fox is John Pulliver, and John Pulliver is Captain Thrice. Do you mean is the ship that he captained? Perhaps. Much chaos happened during that fight. Out of the hundred ships that sailed and fought within the bay, only two came out. And one was the river Styx that haunted the lands to this day, or the seas to this day. It haunted it so that Elembray gave up a series of islands that they no longer cared about. King Justin wanted to be rid, rid of his old foe, so bequeathed the old tombs of their kings. Some call the islands Elembray's Rest, or the islands of Dunthregan. Dunthregan is an old name, a dwarven name. And the king, dwarf, sunken dwarven kingdom that once rested there. Either way, it is where thrice now calls port. And it's where now all the nations move toward. For Avenem believes Captain Thrice is the one that stole their queen. And now holds her captive on his island. And Elembray wishes to retrieve her to end this war. Now, there is another less believed, though nasty rumor about what happened that evening, long, long ago, 15 years ago, is that Pulliver, Captain Thrice, led in a successful counter-strike, crushing the Avernim forces. And in victory, Justin Sunstreiter betrayed his family in his country, and sang and sank all of his opposing family in the bay that night. The king's children, the three, two little boys, one little girl, leaving none to take the crown but him. And then Pulliver swore revenge against Elembray. But he's not getting his revenge if he just took the islands. He did not stop, though it slowed him. Yeah. <clears throat> he still haunts all ships belonging to either of those governments to this day. I was right. We're not picking a side. <laughs> we're on Thrace's side? No. We're, we're uh, neutral. We're, we're neutral. <laughs> you don't get to be neutral when you're talking about a blockade like this. Yeah. I have a missive here from Elembray. Requesting privateers, namely named privateers, to help them in these efforts. They want you and offering a meeting to be held soon. He looks at he looks down at the letter. They're offering payment, title, and free reign of the seas and land to move about what you need. You need to meet with them to discuss further details. But they are offering peace. They know you have sank one of Red Jonas's fleet already. Red Jonas, Red Jonas's revenge is their their apex ship. 
On the Stan Avenue, mostly relies on a privateer fleet. Red Jonas's revenge is at its head. Elambre has a very formidable navy of its own. Military men and women. These who wish to speak to you about going to Dunthragen itself. He puts a piece of paper down. This has the seal, the Sunstrider steel, seal upon it, while King Justin Sunstrider has not signed it himself. It bears strength and the weight of the crown behind this request of a meeting. We can meet with him. Anything in that story, by the way, you guys want me as a DM to explain? That didn't make sense. Mm -mm. No. Okay. It was a long one. You'd also mentioned you had something on a personal note. The finger bone. Very... The the evidence is strong that it resides on the same island they wish to talk about. Where this queen has supposedly been abducted to. Hmm. I wonder if it could be a farce to push another war. They're already at war. There's nothing... Or to make it... Well, right now they're at a war, but they're basically at a standstill, basically, right? Um, only because the forces are of equal strength. None can get a foothold. It's not due to the lack of trying. Nah. The These prob- two countries hate each other. There's also the problem of the River of Sticks, who's interfering with their battles. For all we know, he could have kidnapped the queen to protect her. But that is, that's hard to say. He wants revenge. So it's better to take the queen from the man that you want revenge on. To force him to come down and face you himself. Or get privateers to do it for him. about which queen was kidnapped. Ellen Bray or Avernum? Avernum's queen was it. Yeah. Here's something to mull over, regardless. <laughs> he stole her. <laughs> Here's something also, another level maybe, to understand about the queen. Queen Solera Castile, the six-tailed panther. Six-tailed what? Panther. It is their crest. The Castilian... Crest is a six-tailed panther. She has the most rights to the crown, by far. Few of our family, much like the Alembray before it, many have died during this war. So she has a full and 100% right to the throne. However, she is a woman, and until recently, was not of age. The king regent, Kenneth Steiner, has been more or less in charge of the Avernum forces. But she, last week, turned 18. And the rumor has he was unable to consummate the marriage before she was kidnapped. Which you may not know much about our laws up here in the Reaching Kingdoms, but if you have not consummated a marriage, does not fully make it a marriage. Hence, the king regent, not king, Kenneth Steiner. Mm. So Avenim, more than anything else, needs to get the queen back. So 
the king can take control. Sounds like Ellen Bray may have stolen her to keep her from becoming queen <clears throat> and the rightful heir. Well, she is the queen. There is no taking that away. But whoever marries her, or is married to her, takes Avernum. She's been the queen regent for four, five, four years now. And the king of Alambre, is he with queen? No. They call this the mistress war. The mistress that took babe earlier on in the story. He has never married her, but she resides in his castle. She gave birth to a bastard, though. They call him the Sunshine Bastard. Um, who do we? Who does my faction support in all this? Money. <laughs> Sunshiners are incredibly rich. I would say the richest. They're not the richest family. Uh, that would be the Alcaris in. Elambray, but the Sunshriders are pretty up there. Um, so Alkari and Sunshrider are probably usually some of the two top, but money for the most part. Gotcha. Uh, you've, you've heard, like, I'm telling you all this stuff, but instead of you rolling and me saying stuff and you repeating and regurgitating it, I'm just kind of getting it out yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. This is easier. No, you've heard of the Sunshine Bastard right away. His name's Carl Masburn. He's a righteous bastard. <laughs> Someone you don't fuck with. Gotcha. Not a righteous isn't like righteous, but like... He's, he's somebody you don't, your faction won't fuck with. How about we'll put it that way? He, uh, not somebody to be trifled with. That's a better way to put it. He used to be feared. Uh, if how long is you've never seen the guy going on that he's an adult? So, remember the so the because this started she was pregnant. Yes, which was she was 20 pregnant years ago. twenty years ago. So he's an eighteen okay. somewhere around there. All right, so this war has been going on for 20... I yeah. missed that detail, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, this war has been going on for... It's the 20-year war. No, it was, well, it's called the Mistress War. Yeah, I heard the Mistress War. I did not hear it. I well, when you first mean. started it, you called it the 20-year war. Yeah, this 20-year war, yeah. This 20-year oh, war. Okay. Um, <clears throat> missed it. So, another thing about... I'll give you some little information tidbits here, Zane. So, things about Sunstriders. They have white, white eyes. Like, their eyes are so blue that they almost look like they have no irises. They have ultra the, instinct. So that's something that's about their family that you can, like, you've been able to tell from a Sunstrider. The, the only person, living person, that they know that has both those eyes is the king himself, Justin Sunstrider. However, the Sunshine Bastard has one really, really light blue eye and a dark brown eye. <laughs> and a brown eye. <laughs> so, we, we all have brown eyes. eyes. We all have brown eyes. Uh, I got three of them. All right, he has two brown eyes, <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge, and one blue, like light blue eye. So you're three times the asshole. Um, yes. <clears throat> we are, as they say, knee deep into things. I know this family, the Sunstratas. They will honor their vows. What they say is normally what they'll do. Maybe with some other intent behind it. If that's for you to worry about or not, it's not for me to really say. Do I trust my cousin? No. Do I trust him to say what he would say on this paper? Yeah. Speak. You are all very quiet. It's a lot of information. Do you think there's a chance 
that the queen was not so much kidnapped by thrice, but went willingly. It's hard to say. I don't know the girl. It is said that she is strong-willed and doesn't care for King Steiner, King Regent Steiner, very much. An even more ambitious question. Could Thrace still have contact with the king? If he speaks for King Justin, they are, either story you would believe, mortal enemies. Either Justin is a rightful heir who is trying to avenge the murder of his entire family. When I say the entire family, I'm talking about many cousins and uncles and nephews and aunts were all on this ship and all were killed his children the king's two children two boy children were killed on the ship his wife the grandmother so either Justin has a mortal hatred for captain thrice for john pulliver for betraying their country or John Pulliver is a loyal servant of Elimbre, and Justin took the crown by murdering the entire royal family and pinning it on Pulliver. Either way. What about the second ship that left, that was, got out of there? Avenim's queen. No, sorry, Avenim, the queen of her fleet. Sorry, you know what, no. We'll make this interesting. <laughs> the Ambergil. The... Galleon of Elimbre, main warship, was the other one to escape. It's the queen of Elimbre's fleet to this day. One of the few ships that can match the River Styx. Well, shit. <clears throat> Do you wish me to answer this, Miss? I say we'll meet with them. I think we should as well. I'm biased, but uh, yes, I would meet with them. But it is my country you would be meeting with. So that's... And you're in it for the money. Quit saying it's your country. It's just your paycheck. <laughs> if you will... If... <laughs> Let's meet with them. I'd rather still remain neutral. But at the same time, if we can gain at least one side not attacking us, it's better than nothing. Well... And there could be titles. And a fancy hat. Well, oh, that hat's that. all yours. <laughs> hats... <laughs> If we think that we would wish to entreat with Thrace on this matter, then being with either side is dangerous for us. But if you wish to fight through this, then I agree. I think once we get involved, there's no point. We're going to have to finish it out. That is very true. We're either going to figure out Keep what in mind, he passed right by us. Yeah. Now, it could have been because we were all below deck. Or it could have been because we were flying no flag that is on either side. Well, we can always take that flag down in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody says we have to fly a flag. <laughs> this is very true. We can take the name privateer, but we ain't got to boast it. <laughs> Please set up the meeting. This meeting will be taking place within three weeks' time. They are sailing through soon. Your ship will not be fully ready when we go for the meeting. 
but after some other more time, we should be done soon. Three weeks, tops. I'll move my men along. Very well. May I ask a... Well, collectively with the group, may I ask a favor of you? Of course. If you gentlemen agree, especially you, Captain Lyrium. The orb on the ship. Hmm? I think it needs attention. And I believe you, Sir Abner, are the one to help with that. I already agreed to do so. I've just been dealing with my own private things recently, but I will have a look. Very well. I am actually eager to do so. But frankly, he's like, get me out of here. We're like, Sorry, but, bud, you're the battery. <laughs> but frankly, <laughs> the ship terrifies me. It's been good to us so far. Hmm. So far. All right. So you agree to do the meeting? Yep. Yep. All right. But we're not bypassing three weeks. Like Montage. Just cranes lifting up, cannons, mm -hmm. sails being equipped, lines being redone. Um, couple questions asked, Captain. Yes. Do you want to be lighter or heavier? So with the lighter <laughs> cannon... Well, here's, here's a couple questions. Okay. So lighter or heavier, more firepower or armament... Less and movement. then, huh? Less movement. Yeah. So, oh, and then the last is, are you want to hire extra crew, i.e. a ship mage, and powerful, more powerful crewmates, but could potentially have its own problems because can't fully, you know, know somebody's loyalty when they're on your ship or not. Or I can't. well, <laughs> to a point, yep, that is fair. Or Keep in leave mind, what you, all of us pass that will say. Or leave what you have locally and let. So it's kind of on that part. It's who's hiring the people. Do you want Abner to look into people for you? But you might be able to get a higher. He's got a higher pool of people to look into. Mm -hmm. Or do you want to let Brody try to find locals? So those are the three questions. I'll let Abner do the mage. And do we want to try and get a priest of, like... I think Abner would do the mage. But for everybody else, I I have more trust in Brody. I don't I don't see Brody finding us a decent mage, except by the blindest of luck. Okay. We can get the old Zane. Just dimensionally hop and grab my other character. He comes on the ship with a little box. It's like... Ahead. <laughs> okay. Like I've got and my own puppet. It's this is uh, Alistair. <laughs> speed. All right. Now speed and maneuverability or weapons and armor. I'm Where you say go? Speed maneuverability. Okay. So lighter cannons. Yeah. Better sails. Okay. Yeah. So your ship gets equipped with yards, which are these uh, poles that swing out to the the port in the starboard mm -hmm. that carry additional sails. They had to take off some of those uh, cannons on the side, on the rails, to do this. And there's a lot more rigging around your deck. Have you seen the ship, or the ships that go out wider with sails, and they got a lot more sail? That is what is equipped to your ship. Uh, as well as the cannons that are being put on are half the size of the ones you have. But from what Abner has told you is... You have not gained firepower, Captain, so you're going to have the same damage. Mm -hmm. However, they're twice as light. So, 
So we've got more movability, same damage. Yep. Yes. That means we can choose our fights, which yes. is generally the way that you win One, the fight that yes. you fight. It's like, we're going to sneak up behind them. And maneuverability is a big deal in ship to ship yes. combat. Yep. Because if they can only move, say, 15 squares and we can move 30, we can just stay out of range. Honestly, if you stay on their ass, nobody's got cannons on their butt, so you just shoot them in the ass. Oh, can we get, hey, <laughs> like, like, like the. Uh, the water sea monster show. Can we get that one big cannon in the front? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. You have three pages. Like to choose Abner comes to you, captain one day. And this is during the montage. He's like, all right, I have three people from you to choose from. One. Oh, uh, huh? Can we get a priest of Tydronus? That yes. would be something we'd probably want to look into. Considering that. You can get a captain. One. I have found a mage. Of adequate ability. His loyalty will not be questioned. I taught the boy myself. Noble heart. Would it be a very good fit with the personalities within your group? Actually, is the believer. But his skills? Adequate. You will not do poorly in here. The second? Not a great mage. But a fanatic of Tydronus. He comes equipped with both the divine and the arcane in this respect. Believes he can summon ones from the very depths of the ocean, blessed by the sea lord himself. This one will be loyal to Tydronus. But as a monster summoner and creature caretaker, you'll probably find none better. But understand, he will bows his head to no man or captain. The third is somewhat of a wild card. Very, very powerful mage. Wishes only to be on the black gate. I believe his intentions are not dark towards your group, but he wishes to learn of the ship itself, which I cannot say I blame him. His loyalties are untested, though his abilities are not. However, once he learns what he learns, I don't know. Or she. You know, I haven't put a he or she to either one of them, so we'll see. These are the three before you. Mm-hmm. And none will serve with the other. Ships are particular that way. One or three. What's wrong with number two? I like two. That's an honest answer. You can't go against that. (laughs) I like fanatics. He might be a fanatic, but man, he can get his blessings on the water more speed. You already said he doesn't like two. All right, just just keep him in your back pocket. (laughs) Don't just don't throw him away yet. Besides, do you want like a fanatic of another god to be like steering your ship at all? Just saying. Just saying. We all understand that there's multiple gods and they all play a role in the big world of creativity. And shouldn't you be asking Marty about your like crazy retrofit of a oh, part of the ship? Oh, that's why I said we can't just run through the three weeks. I need some time. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <clears throat> See? He, w- he wants a forge and stuff on the ship. Okay. Well, not even Well, that. let's just get to I that. I want to go to the church it. and right. forge. All right. This decision. Let's get through this one. Right. Right. I mean, one is loyal, but eh. He said he's adequate. Three is skilled and apparently has an interest in the ship, which means they might be an aid in unlocking it. 
or taking it over. Well, if it, if they get ugly, Zane will just knife them between the ribs. If they don't fry Zane first. I am very good at not being fried. I am more worried about them taking my mind. So, you know, if you could come across the ring yeah, of mind protection, true. that would be good. She might make him kill you, and <laughs> they get the boat. <laughs> very true. I say we go with the adequate. We can inquire about the other one later. That That's my choice. If we don't get crazy guy in the middle, I go with number one. Your guys's? I say number three. I mean, he still has the ultimate decision, his ship. But we'll give him our input. I would not know until I met this person, whether or not I could knife them very quickly. Do any of them have boobs? <laughs> Preferably two. <laughs> well, that's why it was plural. I mean, it could be four. But... I Can figured you just say that they are female? I figure your one boob is good enough. Oh! Strong. <laughs> <laughs> Hard decision, Captain. That's I'm going to go can, with number three. Well, can oh. we, I like a wild card. I was going to ask if we could get this guy to examine our ship first and see how hard it is <laughs> to, to suss out the secrets. So if he's like, wow, this is this is beyond me. I would never be able to suss out the secrets. Well, I mean, then that might mean that we keep that person loyal longer. <laughs> what, what's the nationality of the crazy one? That is racist. I don't care. I will not answer that question. If she's a drow, she can't be trusted. <coughs> hey, some drows can't be trusted. Yeah. As far as you can throw them, yes. But still, it's not the point. So you're going with the three? I'm going with three. All right. I will, send, I will send word, word immediately. A couple different things. You want to put a forge on there, right? You said? Yeah. Uh, you're... It doesn't have to be a master forge. It just needs to be something that I can repair weapons sure. and stuff like it's that. It's on there. And you... It's easy. It's portable. You can bring it out on deck if you need to. Some parts of it you can bring out on deck if you need to. But uh, sure, yeah, you got You can get a, a for, little forge on there. The other thing, you are, and I'm going to make this very fast because I don't want to dwell on it. You are summoned by a acolyte of Carvoon to come. To you the need church. To, you need to see this, sir. I'll go. Uh, you see that the church has been roped off and it's quiet. The forges aren't running. Nothing is, everything is quiet as a mouse. And the person seems scared to cross the line, the, the rope that's closing off the church. Um, sir, um, I was told to come get you to retrieve your, your item. You're to get it and, and leave and not to return here. What happened? I don't know. Nobody does. And he looks at the church. It's quiet, man. No lights. No people moving. Remember, I described it as a mini community college, trades college. Mm -hmm. Nothing. No hammers are being clanked. Nothing is being crafted. And as you walk through the grounds, it's like everything was abandoned. And everybody just is gone. And he, the acolyte, very reluctantly leads you to the high priestess's quarters where she talked with you. You guys remember um, Besley? Mm -hmm. Empty. And the only thing is a shield on the floor with scorch marks around it. This is all we found. Everybody disappeared overnight. Nobody came home. 
Nobody has been seen since. This is what happens when you're a cocky shit. <laughs> what have you done to us? I asked for aid. Take it back. I will. This is coming from higher up. Never show it to one of us again. I will not. Your eyeball stuff is next to it, too. It's on the table, like, yeah. randomly. Nothing is destroyed. Understand, there's like, like, the only scorch mark I said is around the shield. Everything else is just, like, everybody left one day, put everything down as they were doing it, and that's it. There's, there's a, like, she was smoking her pipe. You can see the pipe ashes are sitting, still sitting in there. The pipe's sitting. It's cold now, but, like, everybody just put their shit down and left. Pick the shield up, put it in my bag of holding again. So it's active again. You get your all your hairs on your arm lift as you're putting it in the back in the bag of holding. I gotta destroy this thing. How are you gonna do that? Don't know. <laughs> put a bag of holding, grab my eye. Say a final prayer over the place that Carvine replenishes it and gives its vigor and life. Okay. You do notice some notes written by Besley, who you're assuming, High Priest Besley, on your eye. You're well on your way to making it. Good job murdering everybody else, though. <laughs> I didn't murder nobody. Uh, I was interested that the system would work. I don't know what I would do. I'd just leave the shield like at the enemy's doorstep and leave. And the enemy like, oh, I found a nice doorstep. And like, come back like two days later. Castle's empty. Yes, we win. <laughs> 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 no, it's creepy. And Torad fought it hard. He may have failed, but he fought it. He won in the end, but he lost his life. And I'm not sure what happened here, but all, all I right. can do is pray. We'll move on from that one. A few days later, Lyrium, a tall man shows up at the, the gangway to go up to the ship. Long brown robes, cowled, wooden mask on. Mm-hmm. Hands papers over to Brody. Brody was the one that brought you these papers. So there's, um, Captain, a mage is here to apparently take up residence here. He's asking to come aboard. He hands you the the documentation. It's the mage that you requested. Look over the documents briefly. Name is called the Manticore. Sounds promising. I'll uh, wave him up. Comes aboard, nods at you quietly, mm-hmm. looks around, eyes linger on the, the globe, then back at you. Where shall I take up a residence? <sighs> we don't have a. Have a you sure you don't want him to talk like this? He could be Batman. <laughs> we have we have a, we have a, a little boob. set aside room named Martin. Side room. Oh, a little, sorry, a little side room he could take. Yeah, he can be opposite of me. Okay. Very well, Captain. A pleasure. You talk like Bane. 
no one knew me till I put on the mask. <laughs> and he crosses and gets to work. He's putting all sorts of etchings, not in the ship, but he's writing it in some sort of dark chalk. Uh, a circle on the back deck, on that, on the observation deck in the back. He's putting a dark circle in, like much like the one you observed, that gnome, that crazy gnome that was on the back of the ship. He's putting one of those in, and he's writing little etchings all over the ship in different places. He's he's been at <laughs> work for a week, just writing like little chalked runes everywhere he's all over the, the ship. ship for himself, sir. He just <laughs> messed up. <laughs> From there, just marking his territory. <laughs> Like he, he writes the circles and then he pees in them. Yeah. <laughs> Can't remove that urine now. <laughs> so once the forge is built, I'm working on it, working on the eye mm -hmm. the entire time until we go do whatever. Okay. We have to design our banner. The meeting comes before the ship's completely done. Lord Tharconis wasn't wrong about that. It is, you can either ride out north of here. It's apparently north a either day's travel or half day sail. Less than a half day sail. Do a half day sail. Well the ship's not complete yet. It's not complete, complete, but it is close to shore. Else's. And or Tharconis does say you can use my private ship as well. We'll use private ship. We'll drink all his drink. <laughs> We've got a bartender man. No shame. <laughs> okay. Tharconis has a small Maybe tops, it takes eight men to sail. So you bring Brody and a couple other people, the, the more seasoned sailors, and you set sail north into the, the meeting area. Do you leave the mage on the boat when you're not there? <laughs> or do you make him come with us? <laughs> or Unless you want to leave, leave Brody behind, of course, to be in charge. It's up to you. But he is the most seasoned sailor. I would assume you would want him on the boat you're on. Yeah, I'm gonna, he's going to stay there. Who do you leave in charge behind? Sebastian's Sebastian. like, Finally, it is my turn. <laughs> Sebastian had an accident. So. <laughs> now, who do you want, you guys? Who do you guys want to leave in charge? Uh, don't forget, there's Garn, the Hatchet Queen, Miranda. There's I think the Hatchet Queen. Your father, uh, Devland, and Camerian. All of them are back. So we're talking about a, a first mate. I, I think the Hatchet Queen. Okay, you leave her back in charge. I will not disappoint you, Captain. I am here to serve. At last, my reign has begun. <laughs> 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 to fast forward through the old days of different things happening. You guys are busy every day with different dumb shit. However, you're able to set sail on a small boat. It's a nice sail. And as you... Start seeing a vessel off the bow heading towards this meeting. You see a ship that's getting larger and larger and larger. And as you guys get closer, this thing is... It's a man of war. It's not a warship. It's not a galleon. It's bigger than that. Over 100 guns probably on each side. Yeah, it's like a floating Mine? building. Mine. <laughs> we must um, take imagine that over. like imagine you see a, a three-story building just floating <clears throat> on the water. The sails are a vibrant blue with a yellow sun in its center. That is the royal crest of the king of Elambray himself. Oh, we get to meet Zane's daddy. I do have light blue eyes. 
As you get closer to this vessel, you do see it sailing a pennant, however. Light, blue, vibrant flag, but the sun in its center is black. You may roll a nobility. I'm going to say it's the Or local for you, Zane. (laughs) Okay. Well, I got a 17 on that one. This is Carl Massburn. Good. The B and eleven for me. I, I rolled a three. Okay. What what did you get? Seventeen. Seventeen, that's still good enough. That is the pennant of the sunshine bastard himself. Okay. The bastard of the king. Carl Masper. Correct. You guys are apparently meeting the sunshine uh, bastard. Now, is that an official title that we have to say? Oh, do not say that. No. We'd be dead. <laughs> well, I just want to know what his official title is. Did you Lord Massburn. Yeah. Lord. He's not Mass-Burn. a prince. He's is it just Vast? Lord. V-A-S or M-A-S? Mast. Mastburn. Okay. Like you're burning a mast of a ship. Carl with a K. Oh, yeah. Lord Mastburn or a bastage. <laughs> oh, I ain't saying that one. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Big B? What'd yeah, you I say? had a, I had another theory I didn't <clears throat> want to say in front of any family of the king. But a third option on this thing with the king and thrice is that they've been in a conspiracy the entire time. That the king gave him the islands more to keep them safe, and that thrice has gotten the queen for him. Because if he marries the queen, doesn't that unite the two countries? It would. Mm-hmm. It would. It's a good. That's actually a good, a good one. Which means, I don't know who we can trust. And then once he gets the queen, then John Polymer can Pulliver. come out of Pulmer. Pulliver. Pulliver. Sorry. And what's interesting about that theory is what happens to Lord Mastburn in that scenario. Eh, he becomes another casualty of war. Unless Lord Mastburn, considering his age, is the one that they intend to make the king of Avernum. That's true. Or for that matter, if he's the one working with Thrice. So, well, he was born when, when so all that Mastburn happened. Mastburn is Ellenbrae or Avernum? Mastburn? Yeah. Is the bastard son of the king of, of Elambray. Okay. Okay. Remember the mistress war? The mistress mm-hmm. is his mama. Yeah. The baby that she was so maybe you know, gonna he... have when he divorced. Well, the queen of Avernim, though, is like 18. She just turned 18. Yeah. So what if he had her kidnapped and is trying to marry her? Would that make him king? Yeah, if he set up a back channel with Thrice and set this this part of that's the a good you could call her yeah. it seems very unlikely and it is a very bad thing to not a bad but it's a very demeaning thing to call her but it's not inaccurate either the queen of avernim a low title for her would be kingmaker yeah oh so, yeah so because it, pretty like, much any male of baby making age in this scenario cult, gets a free country by marrying her yep yeah, as long consummates as he can, the marriage. As long as he can produce an heir, even consummate, which which yeah, proof ten, or not proof, but he could say he consummated all day. But there's a little bit of yeah, like an heir. Yeah, you that's really, really kind of need an heir. Yeah. Like 
You could, admittedly, but like being a king who marries a queen, technically, it's like you know, until recently, Philip was a prince. No. Even though he was married to the queen, like Prince Philip was like the queen's husband but, in England. Yeah. Like, but also, yeah. so like, so to consummate a marriage, which is kind of gross in this region, you guys understand it. The royal church is involved in consummating a marriage. By okay. the way, too, it's not like a private affair in yeah. the bedroom. It's kind <laughs> of gross. This is honestly, he's not making this up. This so is porn this is how the it camera. works. Very common. <laughs> So, so it's like, like making a porno without cameras. Well, pretty much. So basically, what you do is you you get married and then you go boink your wife in front of people, just so everybody knows it happened. Yep, the that is a the real queens, the same event. way the queens would give birth in front of people, a live studio audience. Yeah, you know I, I can't help but point out the captain of the Blackgate is a male of baby making age. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, fair enough. <laughs> Well, technically, all of us are. <laughs> yeah, so cat- she is far too young for me. As I you have guys, standards, you know. <laughs> as you guys are pulling up, as you guys are pulling up to this giant warship, the name Ambergill is right on the side of it. <laughs> Captain, you must be careful of this man. He's been known to. Hmm, he's been known as the. Castrating Lord. Yeah. If he thinks you're wanting his woman, he gonna take your bow. Many noble people in the Reaching Kingdom go around without their manhood to this day due to this man. Watch what you say. But we do have... There's a pennant flying as well as from you guys. It's, a, it's an of an olive branch wrapped uh, with a sun around it. We have Lord Thorconus' blessing. You have chosen a dangerous game to play, my lord. Technically, we, but... <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> I'll pass that one. So are we expected to go over to that ship, or...? Yeah. yeah it looks I would assume so. like we are expected to go to the beach, my lord. Beach. It looks like they have a camp set up for us to have beverages and to drink. Next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs>